So uh, it's Advent. It's the third Sunday in Advent, and um, if you haven't got it by now, our theme is Angels Among Us. And the sermons and the messages and the metaphors and the symbols all around First United Methodist Church this Advent season, it's all about angels all the time. So uh, the message this morning is coming from an obscure Old Testament book. It's called Numbers. It's my favorite story of angels, and it's not really about an angel. Um, <clears throat> and I, I, to contextualize this, a couple of things you need to know about the Old Testament scriptures, and especially Numbers. Numbers is a book uh, from the time when Israel was seeking its place in the world. They were entering the promised land and taking possession of it. So we'll get into the politics of that later. Um, in the book of Numbers, there are a lot of census doing uh, counting of people. That's why it's called Numbers. But also in the Old Testament, um, uh, the Hebrew writers were fascinated with numbers, and uh, certain numbers appear a lot, like the number 40, okay, or the number 3, or the number 7, or the number 12. Anyway, they were into all that stuff. There's a book you can read that was popular a while ago called uh, Bible Code or something. I'm not really into that, but a lot of people are. And you need to know that in order to understand part of this, sto this story I'm about to read to you. This is a story about that time when the people were, when the Hebrew people were taking possession of the land, and uh, some of the people who were on the land before the Hebrews took possession of it had a thing or two to say. None, needless to say, they all wanted God on their side. Not unlike today. Okay, so you're going to meet a man named Balaam who one side was trying to get on their side but wasn't sure which side he wanted to be on, but in the end he had to choose a side. His name is Balaam. This is the story of Balaam's ass. Numbers 22, beginning at the 21st verse. So Balaam got up in the morning and saddled his donkey and went with the officials of Moab. That would not be Israel. This is the officials of Moab. He saddled his donkeys and went with the officials of Moab. God's anger was kindled because he was going with the officials of Moab, and the angel of the Lord took his stand in the road as an adversary. Now, Balaam was riding on the donkey, and the two servants were with him. The donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand, so the donkey turned off the road and went into the field. And Balaam struck his donkey and turned him back onto the road. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow place between the vineyards with a wall on either side. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it scraped against the wall and scraped Balaam's foot against the wall. So he struck the donkey again. Then the angel of the Lord went ahead and stood in a narrow place where there was no way to turn either to the right or to the left. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it lay down on the road under Balaam. And Balaam's anger was kindled, and he struck the donkey with his staff. Then the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey, and the donkey, and Balaam, oh, of the donkey, and it said to Balaam, 
What have I done to you that you have struck me these three times? And Balaam said to the donkey, Ah, oh, donkey's talking! No, he said, he, said, he said, Balaam said to the donkey, Because you have made a fool of me, I wish I had a sword in my hand and I would kill you right now. So the donkey replied, like donkeys do, Am I not your donkey, which you have ridden all your life to this day? Have I been in the habit of treating you wrongly or in any bad way? And Balaam said, No. Then the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road and his drawn sword in his hand, and he bowed down, falling on his face. And the angel of the Lord said to Balaam, Why have you struck your donkey these three times? I've come out as an adversary because your way is perverse to me. The donkey saw me and turned away from me these three times. If it had not turned away from me, surely just now I would have killed you and let the donkey live. The word of God for the people of God. Isn't that a great story? So Advent... Is, is this time when the church tells the story of a God that initiates. God initiating a redeeming relationship with humanity. And Advent is the time when the church says to the, tells the message, wake up, open your eyes, be alert. God is doing something. Can't you see it? God is doing something, and we are to go where God is going. Go and do what God is doing. Open your eyes, church. Be alert. So here we have a story of a man whose eyes were not opened, but the donkey's eyes were. So uh, one of the things about, about Bible stories is that the, the, the word of God in the written text of the scriptures is there for us to see and have revealed to us what God is doing. A lot of times in the Bible, when there's an important point to be made, the Bible will use numbers. In this, in this case, three. Balaam's donkey was struck three times. Okay, so, so if you're a scholar of the scriptures and you see, oh, three times, there's something important here. So it says, be alert, open your eyes. The donkey got hit three times. So the, those who seek God through scripture should say, oh, three, I should pay attention. So let's, let's unpack this story a little bit. Three times, three times. What are some other threes? Um, there you go, thank you. Uh, there were three wise men, all right? Right now, the wise men are traveling to Bethlehem, right? There's three of them. There's a whole sermon I could preach on the wise men. So there's three there. Uh, there, were, there were three crosses, right? Thank, you, she's stealing my sermon. Three crosses. Now you're missing the villain. There are three sixes in Revelation, but I'm not going to preach that sermon. There, there, thank you. There are three, uh, three denials. Three times Jesus said, "Peter, you're going to deny me three times." Uh, Peter denied Jesus, and later on, Jesus asked Peter, "How do you love me? How many times? Three times. Three times." So, so something's about to happen here. Uh, Jesus rose on the third day. That's a pretty big one. The my favorite is the three persons of the Trinity. The mystery of how we know anything about this God of relationship. And so there's a whole life of devotion studying 
the relationship in threes. And here we have a poor donkey being beaten three times. So pay attention. Balaam struck the donkey three times. There's something in this relationship between Balaam, the donkey, and the angel that God would have us open our eyes and see in this Advent time. So let me try to unpack this a little bit for you. Um, First of all, the story of Balaam is a story about an angel sent from God to reveal something that God is doing, um, something that is happening with God's people, and God's going to be revealed in this. And part of the way this happens, especially uh, what we're celebrating in Advent, is through angels that appear, right? Um, There are other ways that God sort of intervenes. It's not always with angels. In fact, I think that's pretty rare. Uh, We have a, a... devotional book in our church where some members of our congregation have written stories about encounters they've had with what they believe to be angels. I like them. I, I myself have not had an encounter with an angel. I don't know if you have. Uh, there are other ways the scriptures talk about these encounters through dreams. I don't know if you ever had a dream or a vision. There are prophets that will speak to us. Um, all these ways that, that uh, we're, we're called to open our eyes and see how it is that God is trying to help us. It's my experience, though. I'm not a person who's met an angel. I really don't dream. I don't remember my dreams that much. You know, I've not had visions. I've never heard God. I've never seen an angel. I don't know that much about prophets. So most of the ones I know are crazy. Um, but you know what I do have? I have some really good friends in my life. And it's my experience that God speaks to us through the behavior of people who love us, who love us enough to tell us the truth when we're at a loss. So I want you to think about a time in your life when you, when you felt a little bit lost, when you didn't know what to do about something, or when you didn't know what to think about some big issue that everybody's talking about, or maybe you didn't know what to believe because you've heard very compelling people tell you different things that seem to be going different ways in what you believe. Um, this could have to do with religion, politics, relationships. Anybody ever been in a relationship where you really didn't know what to do? You didn't want to hurt anybody or you didn't want to get hurt, right? Now you didn't get an angel to come and tell you, you know. Um, but I hope you had a friend. I hope you had a friend that maybe God put in your, in your life to give you some idea of the direction you might go. Now these friends, I believe, are in my life are the way God has spoken to me most often. Um, these are people who love me. They support me. They've carried me through times in my life when I needed to be carried. They know me very well. They've been with me a long time. They know my history. I'm not new to them. And they don't want to hurt me uh, and instead, they, they want to help me go where, where I feel like I need to go, um, and they don't want me to hurt anybody else. These are the kind of people I'm talking about. I hope you have some people like that. But the quality that this story about Balaam's donkey brings out, these are all the friends that we have who also open their mouths and speak. Because we have all learned we are afraid to say things. What is the first things angels say? Don't be afraid. But boy, we will keep our mouths shut with our family. 
And we will keep our mouths shut to keep our friends. And we will keep our mouths shut to stay in the right political attitude. And we will keep our mouths shut to, to make money or not to lose money. We will keep our mouths shut. And here we have a story about a donkey who, by the way, demonstrates all those qualities I just expressed. When, when Balaam started beating him, he turned and said, Am I not your donkey? Have I not known you your whole life? Have I not carried you and your burdens in hard times? Have I ever done anything to make you mistrust me or think that I'm trying to hurt you? And am I not your donkey? Do you have a donkey in your life? Or better yet, are you a donkey? Are there people you love and you care about and you've carried their burdens and you've been with them in hard times? And have you opened your mouth? And I suspect that you have. Or maybe you can think of somebody who's done that for you. And here's, here's the, big, the big reveal on this story. What did the donkey get for its trouble? He opened his mouth and he spoke and, and he went aside into a field. And he, sh- he even hurt Balaam. He scraped his leg up against a wall. And he did all these things in an effort to help Balaam not make a mistake. And he was misunderstood, misrepresented. He was called incompetent. And beaten as if he'd made mistakes. And finally, after all that misunderstanding and misinterpretation, I've been misinterpreted many times. I've been misunderstood many times. And I've been mistreated. Finally, the donkey opens his mouth and says, why are you treating me this way? There's a reason why I've been behaving this way. Because I'm your friend. I'm your donkey. Now in this case, uh, this particular case, Balaam had gotten mixed up in politics. He found himself on the wrong side of a real estate dispute between uh, the nation of Israel and the nation of Balach. And uh, it was going to be bad. People were going to get hurt. There's going to be blood. There's going to be bad feelings and conflict. They were, everybody's playing for keeps here. And uh, in the midst of this conflict, uh, God intervened by sending an a angel to stop Balaam. But before he, he took Balaam out, the donkey saw what was coming and spoke. Well, before he spoke up, he tried to get Balaam not to go the direction he was going. And he got a beating for his efforts. And it's a story about you and I and the things we're called to do when God puts us in a situation because we love somebody and we don't want to see him hurt. And maybe you see something that they don't see. So this story encourages us in whatever current conflicted situation you might say, it could be politics. I know a lot of people get all worked up about politics. Uh, it could be relationships. There are things that are going afoul in your family or in the people you care about or money or business. It could be anything. And we're called to be a people who are fearlessly willing to put ourselves at risk for the sake of others. Um, You see, what I find most interesting about the story of Balaam's donkey Balaam's donkey didn't care what side of the political party won. He didn't care about Balach. He didn't care about Israel. He cared about Balaam. 
And I think that's a real lesson for us, is that the thing that God wants, to, wants us to be able to, be, to do for those we care about is to put our focus on the relationship we have with them and the reason we don't want them to be hurt or we don't want them to hurt someone else. So how does God do that? Well, I do believe God's capable of doing anything. God's capable of sending an angel to speak to you. Or in uh, Joseph's situation, he came to Joseph in a dream. And, he, and Joseph woke up and had to do it. So, the, so there's lots of stories about angels and dreams and visions and prophets that lead people to be able to do things that are hard. But in this case, he sent a donkey. And he opened the eyes of a donkey who loved, this, who loved Balaam. And then he opened the donkey's mouth. Uh, you may know some people who have gotten themselves into a difficult situation and you're thinking about them right now. And they're kind of conflicted and they're kind of wrapped around the axle about something. And, and I'm saying maybe they need a donkey. Maybe they need somebody who knows them, who cares about them, who loves them, who doesn't want to see them hurt, doesn't want to see them hurt anybody else, who is willing to do something that could be misunderstood misinterpreted, or considered incompetent. You see, rather than praying that God send an angel, because God, God's, God's never sent an angel to me when I've been in those spots. I'm, I, I'm not a person with dreams. I don't really remember my dreams. I wake up in the morning, I, what did you dream about? I don't know. Um, but I know I've had friends who acted on my behalf and led me in the way of God. And I'm so grateful for it. Um, when you see trouble coming, it may be God, God helped you to see that, like God opened the donkey's eyes, and you see something that your friends and your loved ones don't see. I encourage you as Christian people to be the courageous ones. That's really what makes us different. We're not afraid of the dark. We're not afraid of death. We're not afraid of taking a beating. Why? We have the example of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world. We know God's love for us in the fact that we have a Savior who faced betrayal, right? And in, in Jerusalem, there's this thing called the Via Della Rosa. It's the stairs, that, the path that Jesus took on his way to the Calvary. He was carrying this cross, and, and there's three little gold marks on this way, and those are the places where Jesus fell. Uh, and, and, and he was, he took a beating on his way to Calvary. Um, and he set this example that what love looks like to those who follow Christ are people who are willing to do the hard thing. I would say that there are people in this room, and I know myself, who I'm willing to do a lot of things, uh, for other people, uh, but probably the hardest thing to do is to open my mouth and speak sometimes. I mean, I will do. I like to do it behind the scenes, you know. I like to, to, to set things up so people can succeed. But we really fear opening our mouths and speaking. And so I believe the message of Advent for us this morning from this, this angel visitation, and remember, this isn't the angel who did this. This is the donkey. The message for us today is that God does send angels, but he may send them to us so that we can learn what it means to be a friend who's willing to be misunderstood, mistreated, 
and uh, misrepresented, and even willing to take a beating if it means helping somebody. See, the only thing that I love talking about more than angels is talking donkeys, right? Uh, and I believe this story is a story from God, not that whether you believe in angels or talking donkeys. But do you believe in the love of God that was revealed in Jesus Christ that requires a willingness to take a beating? Who do you love enough to be their donkey? Amen. <clears throat>